Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. I'm so excited to be here today. It's been a minute, but we have the Ashley Simone Knight in the house for our year in review, a year in preview. I think this is the fifth or sixth year we've done this. I know. Um, I can't even count at this point. I, it, it, it's crazy how fast the time has gone. Ashley is an entrepreneur. She's a corporate leader extraordinaire. You know her. You've heard about her. Ashley, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, as usual, for having me. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's been too long. <laughs> this year, I don't know what it flew by. That's why I texted you and I was like, holy shit, we haven't done our year in preview. And I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yep. <laughs> Sign me up. True story. It's fucking New Year's Eve right now. So we like just made the deadline. But guess what? We're just doing. made it. Hours. And... <laughs> is universe new to put us together however uh it needed to be because we are like yin and yang but not really like somehow our <laughs> lives were different ages different races different went to school on different coasts but in high school mm -hmm. the same like just different but also so similar like literally our life patterns somehow parallel yeah we kind of yeah. ride parallel it's very fascinating it's crazy but um, thank god because it's not just my thing is at least there's somebody going through similar things as me so i don't feel like it's just happening to me, y'all know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and like we talked about, Mercury's in retrograde, so there's a whole farm of us out there somewhere. Y'all yeah. uh, so stay safe out there. It's it's rough right now. <laughs> we're So we're, we're mixing up a little bit this year because I, I listened to ours last year, which is so fascinating to see how much we've changed and also how much we haven't changed, which is cool. Um, but we talked a lot about like the year in review with like events. We'll brush through some today, but I really want to focus on us because those are my favorite parts of the conversation and clearly I'm biased because I love us. And it's, I have had this whole, you know, reclaiming of turmeric and and explaining it. And a big portion of it is about personal work, responsibility, positive change. And I really believe that world peace starts through inner peace. So we're going to focus on us um, and what our goals are and just mainly to highlight personal responsibility. So we'll talk about the worldly stuff, but really I want it to be about us. So I really want to encourage people to download the sheet, take some time, find a buddy and get your own goals and intentions set for the year love that ready ready or not and ashley and i both have had kind of like it's been a crazy december and like into the year like yeah. it's been a, and when i was listening to last year's podcast we're talking about well you talked about peace and i talked a lot about clarity and it's like i feel like a lot of that didn't happen i'll let you expand on this when we get into it but until like november october november december for me like it like everything i was working toward i think happened and it's still kind of happening it's not like it yeah ends at midnight and starts the next day but right right but long story short it wasn't january <laughs> right right <laughs> so if you're wondering when it's gonna happen it might be happening right now or it's coming exactly you never know <laughs> you never know all right let's um do you have any do you have any opening words you want to like preface this conversation oh god <laughs> uh no <laughs> let's let's see how things go <laughs> i'm gonna take i'm gonna take you know a piece out of last year's remember I, I was like it was the year of flow for me so i was like i didn't do my homework guys we're just gonna rapid fire and figure it out <laughs> dude i love it so much i, I, just, I did my homework this time 
I did. I did. It's well. That's what's funny. It's like we we are listening to. It, I was like, God, we're we're different. And I didn't even caught up with you yet for this, but like I know we're. It feels like it was like five minutes ago, but like I could hear the difference in my voice than yeah. how I am right yeah. now. Yeah, it's so it's interesting. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for the for the I just did top ten events that came down. This is called the t uh, the top tens T E N S, and it's a list I guess where you can contribute what were like the top things of the of the year. And this is hilarious. So it's not like NBC or some quote unquote credible news source. This is just what right. people think. And that's that's why I chose it. Oh, oh this is this is gonna be interesting then. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm gonna start from one, even though it's unfunny or unfun to build up. But the number one event people voted for that was like, it says, this is the biggest and most important things to happen in 2023. Feel free to contribute. There will be much more uh, to add as the year progresses. So I think people list stuff and this was like the top voted things. Number one, the Super Mario Brothers movies gets released. You're joking. Dude, I had to think back that it, it got- Barbie and Oppenheimer? Over Barbenheimer. Well, wait, <laughs> number two was Twitter changes to X. And then number three- you know how I feel about Twitter. I don't care about Instagram. Like my friends have to be like, I sent you something. Oh, okay, cool. You, you didn't look at my story. I'm sorry. I don't look at it. I don't care about Facebook unless if it's like, you know, a family member trying to get in touch with me. But Twitter, why would Elon touch my Twitter? It's so disrespectful. X, do you like it better now? No. <laughs> like, I mean, I like I will say largely things have not changed. But I okay. will say, like, uh, the racism skyrocketed. Very uncomfortable. Oh. Um, uh, what else? And, you know, like, they're allowing more, like, hateful human beings yeah. to have cows. So that's very interesting. And also, I'm not calling it X. I'm not doing I that. Weird. The, it's the, very weird. And every time the email comes out, it says X and it says formerly Twitter. Like, they're still having to explain it. So you just, like... Oh, we, yeah, because we full... I full, Me and other, like, users that I know, we full-blown refuse to call it X. It's weird. Yeah. There's grand equity in it. I don't get it. Well, mm -hmm. so number three was Barbenheimer, the phenomenon. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't see Oppenheimer, but, you know, we saw Barbie and it's so good. So, same, same. so good. Like I, I didn't expect. I thought I didn't know what to expect. To be honest, I actually didn't want to see it. But then when Me, I learned about the plot and like it actually discusses like very serious, uh, you know, like topics in like a very like good way, like the way that they leave it in, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. And I was like cackling out loud. Like usually I'm at the movies, like oh, okay, that was cute. No, I was laughing. It was a good movie. <laughs> They, they're like cognitive dissonance. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yes. I were you going to have one drink or two or whatever? I had one drink and I'm like, I'm not even going to get another drink because I like they're going in. Like, I'm really going to pay attention yes. now. This is, they're dropping yes. heavy right now. Heavy, heavy. Like they, they did a good job of like being superficial and deep at the, at the very same time. And I love stuff like that. Like I love watching heist movies. I love yeah. watching like how they do it. You know, like things that make you think, not yeah. just like straight, you know, like, oh, okay. Like, I, I get the plot now cool dude and a billion dollars first female director to make a billion dollars like yowzers yeah happy for that lady she stuck her foot in that movie i, will, I mean i'll buy it and i don't buy things just i don't know <laughs> could sit there i don't think i have a dvd player or maybe i do actually i don't know but yeah we can download buy it or we're whatever just, we're not getting any on dvd <laughs> And I mean, that's which coming from me because I have a VCR and a DVD player, <laughs> but we're not doing that. We, we'll stream. I'm gonna it. Go, you want to just you set it on the mantle. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I will accept it. I'll accept whatever you give me. I got you. This is number four. Let it be known after those movies is the Ukraine war drags on. And it says, and there, here's some of the comments. It's been going on for two years now. Good news is it looks like Ukraine is winning, but very slowly. Where this war of aggra aggression by Russia ends is anyone's guess. Ukraine is still in crisis due to Russia. These are dark times. So these are just comments. I don't believe yeah. it that. Uh, once his face has to die. I did hear that he's not doing well, though. But that could be really old information. <clears throat> like health-wise. What's his, the Russian yeah. president guy? I don't think he's doing well. Also... A lot of people don't know that Ukraine is kind of like the breadbasket of the world. Like we need them economically. So that is literally why we are involved. And just so people know, when they say we're giving millions upon millions of hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine, it's like three to 5% of the entire budget. Just putting some facts out there. <laughs> it's well, it's definitely a, a business conversation. And the whole thing with like even Hunter Biden. We, yeah, well, it's it's always a business conversation. Exactly. That's the only That's reason right. why we're involved. Literally, we don't like when they're like, "Oh my God, the people." They they do not care about the people. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I care about the people. I feel bad. We care about the people. The people yeah. who are in office, debatable. Oh, for sure. No, they're there to make money. They. I mean, there's awful stuff going on everywhere but it's it, it's so businessy but yeah the humans that are innocent i mean palestine is all that's going on oh everywhere it's yep. a brutal year yep um number five hard shift was uh the titan submersible incident uh where the submarine oh. i'm sorry i forgot that that was this year i know that this year was like quick and yet so long i was looking it's at some so of the stuff like, yeah a huge Did tragedy that, like the the like they were using a joystick to direct themselves down it's kind of crazy there was 19 people on board um they're confirmed dead after it exploded rest in peace to them yeah i don't rest in peace they told people said not they were advised by like legit consultants not to go and they did they so. did and the the consultants were being fired so like the the metal or whatever the carbon fiber whatever materials they were using to build it they were advised multiple times that it would not be sufficient to how deep they were going. And yet they kept going. Oh, dude. And it was like a, over a million dollars, I think, to go. Like uh, $250,000 a person. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible for that young man who passed away because he did not want to go. His dad made him go. RIP to everybody. But I feel, I felt sad for him. Because I think I he was like or something like that. He was very young. Yeah. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah. Uh, number six, Turkey, Syria earthquake. This is an absolute devastating wake up call for Turkey and Syria. Countless lives were lost in the magnitude 7.8 earthquake. It was deadlier than any other worldwide since Haiti in 2010, as well as Turkey's deadliest since 526. I don't know what that means. And Syria's <laughs> deadliest in 1822. I didn't know that about like the comparison between Turkey and Haiti. I didn't either. I didn't know. I, I kind of remember this, but I don't remember um, the severity. Yeah. Uh, same. Yeah. Number seven, the U.S. the U.S. the U.S. Speaker of the House election fiasco. There's oh, let's see. There's two comments. I don't even remember this. Is I think this is the Brexit event, and then good. Huh. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. It's I don't so, even know. The only thing. The only thing that I'm familiar with, and I mean, this is probably like older than that, or like more recent than that, is the whole George Santos. Yeah. 
He's still in the news. <laughs> huh? He's still in the news. Oh, yeah. No, at this point, he has to be a celebrity. How else is he going to make money? I think, yeah, he's doing fans only, I'm guessing. <laughs> he's doing, he's on Cameo. Is he for real? He's on Cameo. Do you want that for your birthday? Hard, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you let me know. Yes. George Santos? No. (laughs) Oh, my God. I got to get the budget. Okay. Number (laughs) all quiet on the Western. uh, We all quiet on the Western front win seven BAFTAs, including best film. Did you see that movie? Which one? All quiet on the Western front. No, I didn't see that one. I heard about it. It says, uh, it's a shame the Academy Awards embraced wokeness because this movie was superior to the Michelle Yeoh project that won that won there. At least this uh, Felix Kramer ve- vehicle received its due at BAFTA. <laughs> People, I'm, I'm not, like, I love film. I love movies, but um, I'm not as well read on like oh, things that I'm are like or you know stuff like that like if I hear it's like critically acclaimed like I need to hear it from some people I know first before I go watch it yeah it took me forever to watch oh my god what was that one movie now I'm mad that I even brought it up Parasite what is Parasite phenomenal movie really those like critically acclaimed kind of indie vibes but it's good it's a good movie I, mean, I still haven't seen Mission Impossible. I haven't seen a lot of things. Um, uh, I mean, I haven't seen Mission Impossible either, but I would watch it because, you know, uh, what's-his-name does all of his stunts. I love watching those. And Scientology and a bunch of other weird stuff. And Scientology and, yeah, maybe some other things we can't mention. <laughs> through my door because they're listening worse than right. Yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, number nine, Pope Dened- Benedict, uh, the, I don't know Roman numerals, the ninth, the eighth. Let's see, 10 minus 5 plus 1 is at the 14th. How do you do Roman numerals again? It's XVI, so you minus X the... Is 10. Oh. V, I can't remember. I is... Oh, God. Yeah. I think V is 5, I is 1. Oh, there so we the go. Fourth. Yeah, I think it's the 4th. Well, then wouldn't it just be VI? Well, X is a 10. <clears throat> What's that? So, X is a 10. Yeah. XVI V okay so fourteen that's weird so maybe fifteen maybe it's the sixteenth XVI no I think when it's lower before you subtract it We're oh smart. girl yeah mm, I'm out <laughs> I think it's the fourth <laughs> VI but then I th- I don't know why they wouldn't just do V maybe the whatever so Pope Benedict Benedict rest in peace um and then number ten Hawaiian wildfires this is oh, most yeah, sad. Yeah, a blaze in Maui is affected. The lost life is unprecedented for Hawaii. Rest in peace to all the lives. Yeah. Lost their parents for their families. Rest in peace. So there was a lot of other, I think there was bigger events. What did you have on your list? Um, um, let's see. I I brought up, because we were together, the Rihanna Super Bowl performance. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, good. Come on. Give yes. that lady her things. Everybody was like, oh, she wasn't dancing enough. Lady, lady's pregnant, hanging in the middle of the air. Give her a break. And she sounded great. I she thought, sounded. I great. thought it was awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, we we had a time that day. <laughs> I'm staying for one drink and left at I don't even know ten o'clock. I'm fired. I was so fired. 
we were Dice both tired. <laughs> we didn't eat any food either. It was like yeah. we started the year just ready to just flow. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, no, that was talk about flow. I was toast, <laughs> but that was but it was so good. So so I really enjoyed her performance. What else do I have on here? Oh, the strikes. You know, W W G A oh. and SAG. They yes. were striking, and remember, there was a what was it like? There was like a studio exec who was saying, "Oh, I'll keep this going until people start losing their apartments and houses." Sicko! So I'm glad that they came, they got it together, and you know, people have been talking about AI, and part of the issue was that the actors were like, "Well, we don't want you scanning our faces and using it in perpetuity," and they were like, "Yeah, no, we will." So that's why things kept, amongst other issues they were trying to work out, that was one of the main things. And I thought that was so insane for you yeah. to say, no, I will use your face in perpetuity. Because imagine them scanning your face and AI, like they can make your face move. I mean, all the silly things we do on social media, they can do times like a million. And yeah. I'm just supposed to let you have my likeness yeah. in like in perpetuity. You can put it in movies, you can put it in commercials. That's insane to me. And then I don't get paid? Right. Right. I think that's just such a better example of how the shift of things are happening where it's like, I'm going to do what I want because I always have and I'm going to do it. And it's actually like, listen, that doesn't work anymore. Like every, the yeah. fact that in your mind, you think you're just going to do this highly illegal, awful, immoral shit and be could not even question it. Be like, what do you mean? Of course, we're going to do this. Like exactly. it is, the page is turning. It's not even a conversation. Like they truly are just like, yeah, no, sign on the dotted line, like beat it. And it's like, no. So I'm, I'm very proud of them. And I know that there's been other strikes. Oh, I think it was FedEx or yeah. UPS, but whichever one it was, those, UPS, yes, they, the, the guys that, you know, deliver your packages now make six figures. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. And they Shout wanted AC the trucks and like some basic stuff because like they're when they're delivering, you can't shut the doors and whatnot. It's like the mm -hmm. heat conditions and the cold. It's yeah. aggressive. Yeah, it's intense. It's just like I mean, I mean, we all we love dogs, but who knows? There might be some crazy ones out there. Out of my house. <laughs> They'll just be like, oh hey, <laughs> drop that right there. Talk <laughs> around and find out. <laughs> Colette would just go and grab it. It's fine. Facts, yeah. Colette would just eat it. It wouldn't even be worried about the human. <laughs> the dog, you wouldn't even know what what it came in. The packaging would be gone. Yeah. Oh, that's happened a couple times for sure. <laughs> I guess it doesn't come to the yard. Anyone else? <laughs> I love my nephew. That's a good boy. Oh, they miss you. Uh, what else? else oh, the Netflix password crackdown. How dare! How that would be on your list. <laughs> of course. The, on Twitter, they, they've been reposting where Netflix years ago said, love is like passing, is like sharing a password. And people will be like, well, that, that didn't age well. Like, no, clearly not. I'm only bringing that up because I've been trying to find a way to make sure my mom can stay on my account. Yeah. And now I have extra. It's a whole thing. Uh, wait, all, you can share up to like three or something, right? You have to be in the same household. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So since they can tell that we're not on the same Wi-Fi, they're like, girl, no. And yeah, it's... It's, it's funny <sighs> they don't want to pay the actors, but then they want our $13.99 a month. 
<laughs> to like take an extra subscription, but you don't want to like pay peep screenwriters and uh, like uh, what what right? And then they're like fleecing us like for yeah. every tiny thing. Like, do you want to watch in 1080p? You got to pay an extra two dollars. You want to what? Do you want you know like adding my mom now that you can't share the passwords? Fine. Um, do you have multiple people before the password crackdown? In order for me to have at more than four people on my account, I had to pay extra. Like. Oh my God. Like, I don't even want to know what I pay for Netflix today. It's insane. Well, I keep raising the prices and everything, but oh, I don't know. It's on but the like the little tiny ad add-ons. It's like, grow up. You're already like, you're already taking my money. Yeah. And like, I'm so sorry, but the content hasn't been that good. I was going to say it was, they were, they were doing a really good job for a while. Tiger King, real quality cinema. <laughs> They got us through the pandemic. I'll give I'll give Netflix that. They got us through the pandemic. But the I mean, I mean, I watched The Crown, so I did watch it and I finished okay. it. It was it was good, but it wasn't like oh my god, riveting, like the you know, other season. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you didn't. <laughs> I did watch Love Is Blind because we're basic. Um, yeah, we'll deep dive that. I was highly disappointed. This was like the most yeah. lackluster season I've seen in my entire, like the entire time I've done the show. I don't know Did who's we? casted, but fire them. Yeah. Well, the bigger it gets are getting like better looking, more intentional, hot messes to be good team, but they're all there to be influencers. So it's getting less and less. The yes. The more they're there to be influencers. So it's not, yes. they're not, they're dating. As soon as the reunion comes, they're like, I'm already dating someone else. It's like not, it's like great. Yeah. And I just, has an, a blue check like this sucked for the viewers. thank you and the blue check you pay for these days weird right but oh it's gonna be $15.99 a month disgusting yeah yeah earn um, it or skip it yeah there you go. all right what <laughs> else Keep uh, okay uh hip-hop turned 50 this year oh yes i should have said that yeah. oh my god there's so many good tributes yeah so a lot Millions of tributes, and then I mean, not that this is like hip hop fifty related. My guy Andre three thousand put out a flute album, and it was actually pretty damn good. Really? He yeah. A uh, feature on it? No, he like no. It's straight up flutes. It sounds like spa music. No, she plays the flute. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I hope she's doing well. What's going on? With I know. Her? She disappeared. Well, I think, yeah, there was some fuckers. I mean, I would. <laughs> I'd yeah. take a little bat. I'd go to Bali. Like, uh, what's that name? Russ. Oh, Russell Simmons. He's hiding oh, in Bali. Side note to go with that the whole Diddy stuff that's been going on. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. What do you think Everybody about it? Just do. I mean, it was only it was only a matter of time. If you're going to be the type of person that forces people to walk like from different boroughs to get like cheesecake, you're yeah. unhinged. And then yeah. like the stuff that they were saying, like I don't really want to get into what was being said that Cassie said was going on. But I was like, I gotta believe it. I mean, not that I don't believe it, but when I read it, I was like, oh yeah, he did that. Yeah. I, I think it's no different than the Netflix execs, all these yes. um, Hollywood uh, Epstein's I, and um, yes, mm -hmm. they, they have no rules. There's no boundaries. So not only getting away with it, I think as internally as humans, nothing is satisfying anymore. Like you bang all the hottest oh. girls, you make all the money. So now you're doing freakier, crazier, more expensive like, stuff. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. no i've i've always felt that he was an unsavory human being but right. he's just i've always known that he's in a way like he he's like those big companies like you're too big yep. to fail yeah so people invest too much in him and that's why they let people like him get away with bad behavior Ooh, it's a lot of weird industry control and like the power mm -hmm. of the public is a public still. And if you're like someone's favorite album or whatever, I mean, like Chris Rock's whole comedy was like, if you still listen to Michael Jackson music, but you disown R. Kelly, he's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's not cool, which I'm pretty much one of those. So it's, I, I mean, oh, I get it. I mean, my thing is this. I'm, I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation, but I yeah. will always love the music and I will separate the artist because you yeah. already know how I feel about Kanye I do not agree with anything that comes out of that man's mouth unless it's in music <laughs> and I, I, even then I don't know if I agree with it but it sounds good okay but like he's an artist I love Michael Jackson's music I will my children will listen to Michael Jackson yeah okay I mean I uh, I'm I'm very torn on the whole like R. Kelly situation because my favorite female artist uh is Aaliyah and yeah. he did a lot of her music before she went to Missy Elliott and Timbaland. So I'm not going to not listen to Aaliyah's music. Sorry. Nice. I love Four Page Letter. Actually, no, that was Timbaland Missy. I'm good. Either way, the first album was still good. I'm listening to it. <laughs> it's, it's the art and the artist. It's definitely two different things, but the two industry evolution still has to keep happening. Yeah, two things can happen at once. I want people to embrace that not everything is black and white. It's not just gray. It's there's so thank you. This is why we do this podcast. There's so many things that can be true at the same time. Once people start to hold multiple things as true in their minds, we might grow as a society. Facts. Contradiction's real and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. All right, what else is on your list? Okay. Uh oh. Last, but very much not least, Beyonce had the Renaissance World Tour. Hey. The best show I have seen in my entire life. And I want to be very clear with these listeners in the public. I am not a Beyonce stan, okay? I've always respected her craft. I respect that she is a hard worker. And to be honest, I didn't really care about watching her until she did the homecoming performance at... Coachella. Then I was oh, like, hold on, what's going on in here? This is great. Yeah. Renaissance World Tour, fabulous. The <sighs> microphone is on. Okay. And like she messes around with you just so you know the microphone is on. The band, phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. The set. And if you guys want to learn about the set, go watch the movie. The movie, phenomenal. Also, I think it's like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. For a documentary like slash concert come on i haven't watched it yet okay we're gonna watch it okay what we do, this is what we're gonna do when it comes out on streaming we'll watch it at your house we gotta make sure the sonos are connected like it's it's a thing it's a thing okay we'll have, we'll have a dance party slash watch party because it's gonna be a dance session where did you go see it in the theaters i did i'm thinking okay. about i don't think my only regret is that i didn't see it in imax because yeah Woo! But I will say, I, I actually went to go see it at the Pavilions. So shout out to the Museum for Black Girls. They had an event. 
So they have like a space in the pavilions and then like they had us walk around their museum, which is gorgeous. If you haven't been, it's in the Denver pavilions downtown. Check it out sometime. Wonderful organization. They gave, they had like some Beyonce themed drinks. So while you're walking around the museum and they were playing Beyonce music, it was awesome. And then we walked, you know, over to the movie theater at the pavilions and had our own movie theater to like dance and sing and, just have a good old African American time. It was. Was that in Denver? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Where the pavilions are at, you know, like the downtown, like where the movie theater is. I'm impressed. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I was like. Are you sure? Pavilions? I'm thinking of. Yeah. I know. I know. I had I had heard of it, but I didn't know where it was. So this was my first event of theirs that I went to, and I will say it was fabulous. We had a good old time, and yes, we need to watch that movie. Dude, done and done. Yeah, I want to wait till it's right. And I know you love this, but I wanted to see Taylor's as well. I didn't, for, ironically, I've seen Beyonce, I think three or four times. I've seen her twice in California um, at the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. I think they're smaller times, but I didn't get tickets for the Renaissance. I can't, why they were super expensive. They were intensely I expensive. And also, uh, you know, shameless plug. I love you so much, Rose and Colby. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> you saw her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you covered like the pop culture and I just had like basic Bill seriously all right well let's let's get into our list this is the bulk of it and yeah. it was so I hope people are doing theirs year after year because it was really cool to listen to what we were talking about last year even today and like I said seeing the difference and it's so funny because you I don't know how much you really notice yourself changing like i know like we have markers with seeing system but if you consciously just sit there and be like god a year went by so fast but even in that time i think about how much has happened externally but also how much has happened internally and not even trying like it just shifted do you feel did you feel that this year oh 1000 percent. and one thing that i wanted to add on to what you just said is i don't think adults are in like we're not really encouraged to like like monitor our growth. Like everybody's obsessed with like, oh, like you had a baby, now it's a toddler, now it's a teenager. It's like, well, you still grow as an adult. So like the way that I thought in my twenties is not how I think in my thirties. The way that I thought last year might have had some refinements for this year. So I think it's very important that we do stuff like this. If you don't do a podcast, totally fine, don't have to, but I, I'm glad that you keep telling people to write it down. Yeah. Well, um, turning off my heater really quick, uh, just because the studio is so beautifully warm. Sorry to get cold. Um, we're still in that base level. But yeah, no, it's real. And it's, I think that check-in point, I do think it's becoming more popular, like in general for society to like, be mindful and check in and do all this. But I think when your world gets busy, married kids, job, training, whatever this thing, it's hard. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, you know, me, I love New Year's Eve, but I also, it for me, it symbolizes like a new year, a new way to start anew. So yeah. you have to go back and see what did you achieve or who were you this entire year so you can see how you want to move forward. Do you want to yeah. make changes? Do you want to keep going? How do you want to iterate? iterate? Yeah. It's well, I mean, I almost I called Ashley and I was like, yeah, we didn't do even review. I can do this like tomorrow. How we kicked off the convo, and I'm like, we even forgot. We're really good about this stuff. And yeah. it's like, 
Shit. I, so we're, we're keeping up. And we look forward um, to it. It's not that we didn't want to do it. We, but right. like everybody else, life is busy. When December was just heavy, not in a bad way, but it was just like a heavy energetic shift. I don't know if you were listening, thinking like, man, it really was. And it's not even that it was bad. There were some like hard things in my world for sure. And families always in the holidays is always a situation for everyone. Mm-hmm. But damn, it was just like a, a heavy month. Not bad, but just intense. I'm telling you, Mercury's in Gatorade, guys. Be careful. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. All right, let's crush through a review because um, I don't know. It was so. F- I don't. Again, I hope people are writing some something down because to look back, I was as I was thinking about what I wanted to say for today for my preview. When I was listening to last year's, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of some of the stuff I was going to say today. So it provided space for me to think like it's similar but actually different. So. Mm-hmm. For my blessings, the first one says, um, oh, I, I accidentally skipped over this on, unintentionally. It says, in 2023, I was one word. I didn't, I must have missed that in my own worksheet, which is right on brand for me. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> That's about everything else. <laughs> I was growing, for sure. Yeah. What would be your one word? Uh, I was, oh, God. I want to say, okay, I was receptive. Ooh, there was a lot of receiving going on because I needed to be like in the last podcast for last year, I was discussing how I wanted to go with the flow and let things come and like come together. So I was kind of in the state of like receiving and like yeah. seeing how that fits in. Well said. Well, yeah. God, it's so weird to listen back and then think about the year. Um, <laughs> two blessings in 2023. I said, peace of mind and then growth and evolution. Um, after I thought about it, my answers do actually sound very different than years in past. Cause it's very, I think in past, like you do these lists with the intention of like some illusion of control, even though we've talked about like, you don't have that much control, but yeah, this point right now for me is like totally surrendering, surrendering control, but also being really intentional about my desires and what I really want and fearlessly pursuing them. And I mm. think that's the mind and yeah growth and evolution that actually hit this year and i think with even in like the last god 90 days like this pivot for me has just like really hit me in the face hard and like clarity has like happened i gotcha um i will say my my two like two blessings in 2023 they will sound materialistic but it's what's behind it so in 2023 i bought a house you yeah. myself. That's what's up. Hmm. And got an article written oh, about it. Uh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Had an article written about it and everything. It's in the Colorado Sun, everybody, if you want to look at it. But behind that, everybody that helped me, like, really rallied behind me to make sure that my transition and, like, even just if I had questions about like the home buying process, like my friends who have bought a house, like they would offer their advice or, and then they check in on me to see how I'm doing just cause it's a stressful thing to do, especially if it's your first time. And then, you know, there's people like you and Paula and Drew and like the name mom, the, the list goes on of everybody who offered physical help. So thank you for moving my things. So it was just, just having people rally behind you was very touching and just very warming. And, um, 
another thing I will say, this is more of like a learning experience. Um, I bought myself a car. A lot of you may know that I lived downtown for five and a half years. So I did not have a car for five and a half years. So having to, this is my very first time, like not buying a car from somebody that I know, or, you know, like the traditional, let me go to the dealership and like haggle. Oh my God. One hate it, but whatever. It was a learning experience. Like it's <laughs> whatever. Um, but it was a learning practice. Like now I know how it goes down at the, at the, you know, at the car shop. And also the main thing is that I was very intentional in utilizing my meditation practice before I even bought my car. So I had been, I gave myself a budget of like, okay, this is what I'm comfortable spending on a car. And then I needed to meditate on what kind of car do I want? Because, you know, when you talk to other people, some people are like, well, German cars are best, but they're terrible with maintenance. And then there's people who's like, I'm a Honda person and I've had a Toyota and they run forever. Like, well, what do I want? What do I want? You know, so I had to sit down. Of course, I want to listen to what people say, but I'm not everybody else. I'm not going to yeah. drive what you drive because I want to drive what I want to drive. Yeah. So I had to sit down, meditate think, what do I want? And then let it come to me. And that's exactly what happened. I got what I wanted in my budget. So, and you know, like, I like it. It's a, yeah. it's a cute, fast, zippy little thing. It's fun. You, you hard adulted like overnight house, car, it's like you had bing, bang, boom, man. Yeah. It was the top of the year was man. Yeah. It went, it, it was hardcore, but yeah. glad I'm just glad that I had the opportunity to do so. Do you earned it? Take all the credit. Like that's generational wealth moves. I mean, it's it's a it's a ripple that changes the the ways and the trajectory of your life, your kids' lives. Like these are huge steps in the scheme of things. Huge. That's funny that you say that. I was, you know, during the entire process and just talking like recently to my grandma. Um, she what she always reiterates saying. I am so, so proud of you because, and I wish that my mother could see this happening. Like it would blow her mind. It would blow her mother's mind and all of your ancestors and all like she, she, the way that she talks about how she's proud, it's not because it's materialistic. It's just because of like where we come from and our cultural history, like being able to do stuff like this and to do it by yourself is a very big blessing and to not take it very lightly. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, well, perfect example. I live in my great, great grandmother's house and I, really? so I'm not just kicking it, which I think a lot of people think, but um, it's still part of my family, my grandmother's income. So it's, it's still a yes. piece of the, that it's, you know, we are on the shoulders of so many, and I'm not even comparing these two instances, just for a literal example of how it's still in the family. No, but um, that's, that's what I want. And I love that that is a thing. Like yeah. I want, I want my granddaughter to live in in this, you know, townhouse and like get her life started and hopefully I'll make it easy for her to, you know, become an adult. So I yeah, I love that. Oh, man. I hope they're I hope our grandkids are doing a podcast in this exact room like thirty years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Just as long as we get to be guests at least on one episode a year. Facts. Hopefully the technology can just like beam us in or something cool. Something <laughs> <love> it. <laughs> Something on the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, so the blessings, two challenges I overcame this year. 
dude, I had way more than two, but I said, again, getting clarity and ending old patterns. And these are things I think I thought I had a grip on, but not Mm -hmm. really so much fear uh, about getting to the level where I want to go. Like I always, as a young person, I don't know if this will make sense. I always knew who I was. And then I think as time and experience and things go on and heartbreak and, you know, and success or whatever happen, you, you're still, I was still playing somewhat in this safe zone, even though I pushed the line and mm-hmm. only until recently did I have like release and still releasing any fear around what I truly, truly want and knowing that the past is not the future. And yes. we've talked about this at length on the podcast and whatever. And I just feel like for some reason now it's actually hitting. I think I just hit like a breakdown breakthrough point of moving forward. And then also, you know, relationships this year and showed how I still was repeating some old patterns. Um, mm-hmm. Really being honest with myself and letting it go. So I would say just combining all the challenges that came together. Those are like the two big themes of like, we get it. We're here. Yeah. And I love that you said that because like being authentic with yourself is actually a very hard thing for people to do. Not a lot of people talk about it. People talk a lot of how they perform in the world and present themselves in the world on how people expect them to but it doesn't necessarily jive with who they really are on the inside. And that's why you might see people acting out or whatever may have you. But the fact that you're willing to confront that within yourself so you can be more in tune and aligned, that's some really hard work that a lot of people choose not to do. Yeah. Well, I I think the the biggest piece, and this is new for me, and we'll go down the road, was um, just relationships, not even personal, but a lot personal, like romantic relationships, but also just like, in family and other things like you usually start to get hard feedback or they're not even giving you feedback you just see frustrations or positives you learn and that mirror is really hard to digest like it's really hard you're someone that cares about you say good or bad things and Mm -hmm. and know the truth to that absolutely that's that's funny that you said that because that leads into mine my two challenges that i overcame was you know like like interpersonally um changing dynamics in different relationships you know some like life i've learned is like is an ebb and flow like you'll be very close to some people and not as close to other people and then those same people you were distant from you come back together and then the other people you're close to you drift away a little bit so dealing with like the ebbs with people that you thought you would always be very very close to is kind of like a hard pill to swallow But also, as you learn and grow and change, the way, like, my values have grown and changed. And they may not align with the people that I was very, very close to. And they probably will down the line, but just not right now. So dealing with that was actually, I'm right there with you. It was hard. It was a hard pill to swallow. It's hard to go through. Yeah. Good for you, though. I mean, again, that's that self-awareness. And we're not really taught to think about that, especially, like, families or relationships. Like, that's, like... when someone's had a certain role in your life forever and to recognize it's not that or it's not the story that you were told it's not yeah it's not that or it's not really healthy and like if you're trying like for me it's not that my relationships haven't been 100% healthy it's like the parts that were not like now that I'm a different person I want to function differently but that doesn't mean that the other person wants to get on the on the same train as you they might still want to be where they're at and they don't like that you're changing up the script yeah, a so, reason in our lifetime. They don't need to stay there forever. Some do, some it, most don't. Exactly. We shall see. So, um, so yeah, that was my first one. And then the second challenge I overcame this year is, I feel like this, like you said, 
for your segment, like it's always come up, but I had a breakdown breakthrough. Essentially I was like punched in the face and had to just deal with it, but becoming a leader and accepting my role as a leader. Like my thing is, I know I have leadership qualities. I know that basically every role that I've had in my professional life has been in like some leadership capacity. I just yeah. never felt like being a leader. I was like, oh no, 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 you can all listen, whatever, it's cool. But certain things in like my personal and professional life, I've been forced to be a leader. So one example, professionally, I uh, there was a lot of organizational change when I first started my job last year. And because of that organizational change, I had to step up and do things that are way beyond things that I'm capable of doing, but things that are way above my pay grade. And like, I just didn't know what I was doing at the time because I was new, but I was forced yeah. into like just hopping in and making it work. But we had the best NPS scores ever for that particular event, which is our largest event of the year. And I was the main, I was the project manager that okay. made sure everything got executed. So it's one of those like, all right, girl, you're a leader, go lead. Yeah. Well, something that responsibility is kind of a little about mine as well. Um, and knowing it's okay to take the accolades alongside it. Like, I think, you know, you need it, but maybe you didn't seek the extra credit or the gold star because you're not that person. But also, um, it's not even about the accolades to me. I don't my I love a compliment. But my thing okay. is, I'm okay. very much like, I very much believe in heavy is the head who wears the crown. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, somebody else can wear it. Like, but, but that'd be your problem. But this year it's like, I'm being forced to be a leader. I'm being forced to like be a leader in my family, you know? And like, I never really want to do that. I'm like, uh-uh, Mama Lucy's the matriarch. Have her figure that out. No, like, no, like there are ways that I am in charge now and I have to accept that role in our family, which I did not want to do, but here we are. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> the crown is heavy. You can rock it. And I've got a plethora of neck exercises if you need to work it out. So you're ready. And Please. I you can carry it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, those are my two challenges. I'm just envisioning Notorious B.I.G. with this. One. Actually, I think it's, yeah, it's up there on my wall. You can't see oh, it. But... <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm visual. Um, I'm I know I would turn my camera up if you could see it, but it's going to mess up the camera. It goes, okay. Two challenges, two points of personal growth. Man, kind of the same thing. Recognizing what I want and desiring it, letting go of the old story. So same mm. thing, but it just got real, I think, this year. And um, kind of like the leadership with you. And it's funny because my yours was more like peace last year and mine was leadership. And now yes. I think mine, this year is more peace. And I feel like leadership is in your yes. still in your world. So we, we swapped, of course. But it's probably the same. We're just labeling it different. Um, so to me, no, it was I, really. I agree. I feel like they flipped. In yeah. A way. Yes. Yeah. We always have very parallel lives. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this this year it's um, or for last year, it, it was really about not just recognizing, but experiencing things that made me recognize what I really want. And for me, my personality, if you know me, we, we definitely have to run through the wall to get the clarity versus just <laughs> meditating that we know it. There just has to be physical proof. And we got that. So we're in process. What were your points of personal growth? Uh, once again, very similar to you. So two points of 
female, personal growth, once again, becoming a leader at work and in my personal life. Um, and then second one is like personal growth through therapy. So just continuing to lean into um, the standard of reciprocity that I not only set for myself, but for others. So, you know, I've as I've been changing from being in therapy, some folks have been able to, you know, get with it and they're like, oh yeah, this is cool. I like this new Ashley. I like how we function and how we talk to each other and how we treat each other. Some people are like, I like how we used to th do things. I don't want to do things a new way. So it's yeah. trying to figure that out. And, you know, like you said before, where we have parallels, like you're realizing you have like these stories in your head of like, oh yeah, this is how my relationship is. That's how it's always been. And, you know, they're like awesome and blah, blah, blah. And then you're starting to learn it may not have been all that and yeah. especially if you get older so you know we're out here <laughs> um, all right two points of professional growth and i think i mean like my person they kind of intertwine like you it says all in on the podcast and embracing the inner influencer this has come up in the past but i last year i talked about about coaching wanted to get this uh, ambassador program which we got all that out but I kind of needed to do these courses and all this like certification and even work with some clients. And I'm like, I don't, it's not that I don't want to do that. It's that I know that the podcast is a platform to reach more people and make it more accessible than the one-on-one -on -one time. I still want to keep that in my role because I miss coaching my young humans, especially in athletics. And I want to find space for that, but really getting clear that I want the podcast as the medium and I want turmeric and tequila as the brand and basically the vehicle for the larger message. And it took me a long time to, I don't even know to understand that or maybe to think it's possible. I don't know if it was fear or what, but then a lot, I just having worked with influencers in the past, you know, we've yep. talked about this at length, yep. um, cringe, but we're going to modify that. It's just, it's different. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was even like, you've been fighting it this entire time. Like, yeah. So it's like, it was like, all right, yes, that's who I am now. I will do it. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. My very similar, you know, uh, like I said, professional growth, executing the largest event of the year with my team, like very first event that I ever had to do, didn't know what I was doing, but pulled it off. Um, and another thing that I enjoyed was doing business chemistry with my team. So, okay. you know, like how people have Myers-Briggs and all of that. We do like a Delot like uh, type of like business chemistry. So it was cool to learn um, especially as a project manager, I'm nobody's boss. So I'm here to influence you to get your work done. Yes. And I'm here to make sure everybody's speaking together and that we're all on the same page. So learning everybody's working styles was immensely helpful for me because I'm like, okay, so this person doesn't like long conversations. They don't want to get on a long call. They like to get in, get out and be done. And then this person they need to connect. So I need to ask how they're doing. What's going on? Do you need a hug? You want to hold hands? All right. Did you get your work done? You know, like just learning how to approach people. Yeah. Chef's kiss. I love that. Dude, the humanized approach. I think that's so awesome. And there's so much skill for the, for you as the leader, just working with people and you, then you get to connect more deeply with humans. And that's so much more gratifying yeah. both parties. Exactly. So I will say that was not only did I enjoy the exercise, I really like globbed onto all the information that they shared. And, you know, for folks outside of our team, you know, if I'm like, okay, this person isn't really responding to me, like I have other things in my arsenal that I can pull out to try to get things done. You know, that makes the crown lighter. I'm serious. Like, you, like every piece of that intel makes the leadership role not only easier, just more enjoyable, more of a, yeah. a, 
of an experience versus a grind. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I'm all about work smarter, not harder. So yeah, give me all the intel I need. <laughs> about that, but overtraining is my, my DNA. Uh, two things I appreciate about last year. Oh, man, I said all of it. It was a pivot point in life. Clarity came. So kind of like we talked about, there were so many pieces that were, I don't know what flipped the switch and still kind of is flipping, but man, like a deep inner idea of like, I'm, I'm done with so many things and I am clear on what the fuck I want, where I'm going and how we're going to do this. And I don't know what it was, but it flipped over. So I kind of appreciate every piece of last year to, to jump into this year head on. Yeah, it was preparation for this year. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say, what did I say? Um, I What I appreciated about last year is that I leaned into the very go with the flow mantra. Like I know I even kind of said it on the, the podcast last year. And I think I need to kind of go back to that a little bit for 2024. I feel like this year I was just because I achieved so much, I was, I turn more into like, okay, what else do I, do I need to do? Let me plan this. Let me plan that. I think I need to step back a little bit and like let things flow in and see how they fit in again. Cause it helped for 2023. So we'll go with that. Um, and then kind of going in with that, like things that I appreciate about last year, just seeing my manifestation manifestations become real. I, a lot of the things that I am experiencing or that I have, or that I have experienced, like I had been praying and meditating on for years. And some stuff was like super quick, like my car, like that, that came really quick, but some things I've been, you know, meditating on and thinking about and planning for, for years. So yeah. it's just really cool to see like, okay, I'm not just doing something that's super frou-frou and that makes me feel better. Like I'm, I'm doing work. Yeah. Yeah. Frou-frou. I'm here for that. <laughs> Two ways I was kind to myself, self-care. I said, open my mind to more and let myself love. And this was um, big, I think just expanding my horizons on what's possible, which again, we've talked about a lot as, you know, it's going to be so much better than we can imagine, which I kind of always, I mean, I know that. I, but in the back of my mind, just as such a doer, I was thinking, I have to do it. I've got to do it all. Like, I'm faith-driven, and I believe in larger order and all these things. But in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking, like, you better work up, fucking work hard, train hard, or do mm -hmm. this. We talked about and now, and, like, my skincare, uh, the skin laundry, the girl, I'd see her once a week. She'd be like, nah, just be the queen you are. Let it come to you. Like, stuff was coming through in the weirdest places where I'm like, I'm here for, like, a 15-minute laser. Like, I love it. Let's go. But um, I don't know. I mean, so just how we started. That's how we got started. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a new friend <laughs> you just like pin me down and make me hold still to listen yes. like, yes. audience. and that's funny that is exactly the same <laughs> um, this, the human in there is she's awesome she's younger and she's super intuitive i'm like how do you know this anyways uh it was that and then just letting myself love and um had a phenomenal uh, relationship experience this year and I talk, I'll talk about that a little bit down the road. Um, it just, it, it changed a lot and it wasn't even a long time. It was just enough to like, again, flip that switch. Yeah. And, and like you said just now, like to know that it's possible, like, I think that's why goals, even if they're small are very, like, they're very serious to me. I always write down the things that I want to achieve. And if I feel like they're too big, I break them down just so if I do one small thing, I know that the whole overall thing is possible instead of like, oh, that's too big. I don't know. I'm good. So 
I love that you said that. I think it's hilarious that you said, you know, your skin laundry. Uh, one thing, what two ways I was cutting myself this year, self-care was skincare. And I mean, of course I'm an esthetician, but I just really like, I really upped my routine. Like I've always prided myself on, uh, I don't want to say lazy. I'm not like lazy, but I just, I like to streamline process. So I don't believe in doing like seven different products just to get good skin. I believe in streamlining, like, okay, here are the three products that you need. But one thing that I really improved upon was my routine. So I added a couple of things, but also made sure that I kept a routine, especially like one thing to call out for folks who work out. Like I do spin class like three to four times a week. All of that sweat can turn into like mini breakouts and nobody wants that. So yeah. that's what I was like, nope, I'm going to be on top of it because I still want to, you know, be healthy and I still want to look good. So I not I know that uh, scientifically and research wise, there are a lot of barriers to health. And one of them that I did study was hair for African-American women, like, you know, sweating, like, oh my God, I just got a silk press. Ah, <laughs> not working out today. Or there's, you know, like there could be other things, like I just said, like skincare, like uh, my forehead broke out because I went to spin class and I had like, you know, like nobody wants to deal with that. So then you just don't. Yeah. So. <laughs> Too much when the whole top of the forehead dries out. That's me. Yes. Okay. Don't get me started. It's been a whole thing. So, but we're on top of it and it's glowing. I'm happy. Yay. And then um, my second thing is I want to be very clear. It's not like a materialistic thing. It's just more of like a manifestation of like things that I have prayed for and like have been patient for because I'm very into delayed gratification. So 2023 was the year that I started buying like really expensive like shoes and purses. I'm just so proud of myself because I ne like I never did. And if I did, I would buy them on consignment. And don't get me wrong, I still buy things on consignment. Like I look, yeah. I scour the internet before I make a decision. But just being able, but one just being able to be in that position. I'm very grateful and thankful. And two, I waited, I, I never bought anything really nice in my twenties. And I waited four years into my thirties before I was like taking off the things that I've always wanted to have. So that's been a cool experience. Amen. And that just feeling that is um, so awesome. I had a podcast with Christy Whitman um, in 2020 and I've re-listened to it like three times. I can't remember, I think it's like 131 I'll look really quick but um it's it's outwardly successful inwardly um oh, a mess let me see really quick just because I think if you're listening or even for you it's yeah out, it's 102 outwardly successful inwardly trapped and she talks about desires and manifesting and she's big on exactly what you're saying fashion and whatnot she's like I went to Venice and I bought this new purse or I picked it all out and her then boyfriend now husband was like I don't know if I can afford you and she's like you don't have to, I'm going to afford myself. And a couple of years later, she went back to Venice and bought all the bags she wanted because she became a personal um, coach and all these things. But it was just that desire effect and the ability, like you're saying, to have the opportunity to do it. But you desired it, grew it, and then manifested it. Exactly. Send me send me that book. because I, I would, well, it's, it's the desire factor. I'll literally send you the podcast yeah, right now. Because I'm going to read that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, 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 oh my God, she's so good. I, I actually wanted to reach out to her again to um, uh, come back on the show just to check, because I couldn't believe it was, I. so I'm training for this marathon situation, whole other thing. And um, 
I was just stro- scrolling through podcasts and I happened to hit it. I wasn't even trying to listen to it because, you know, universe is here to whoop you. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, let's uh, just check this out. And I've literally listened to it twice um, ever since. And it was, it couldn't have been more on time for this year, the things that were going on. Let me see, we hit 200 this year. So we're way back. But yeah, if you're listening and you're in kind of like in a space of transition or, you know, you want something different, I swear this conversation, she's very blunt about her experience with family and expectation. And I don't want to pontificate too much on this, but um, it's I mean, yeah, to put it in the comments. Yeah, I will put it out here. We'll definitely get it done. I'll send it to you after this. I don't know why it's making it so hard for me to send. There we go. Um, this is this is like us setting up the camera. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about oh, microphone. We're here. Yeah, she's awesome. So go check out Christy Whitman. But literally, you should listen to it because I've listened to it twice and I've rethought. And I love how blunt she is with <laughs> her family and like the generational narrative and so many things. But okay, moving on. I pontificate. Uh, no, no, you're good. But yeah, just being able to be proud of uh, engaging in delayed gratification and you know like okay yeah i waited and now i get to reward myself very proud of that because i mean we live in a society that is not delayed gratification it's like get what you want now and and put it on credit and figure it out later or just figure it out i don't know how you're gonna i don't know just do whatever you want and it's like i'm very into being disciplined Mm -hmm. so the fact that i was disciplined all these years that's why i'm happy you have the bags and the shoes, but dude, you also have the house and the car. Like you have major purchases. That but are- it took years. People are like, oh, overnight success. That took years. And some, like some years it was just, I just got the message, you know, that it just wasn't the right time. So could I have bought a house, bought a house, excuse me, Jesus. Could I have bought a house, you know, years ago? Yes. Would I, could I have been like house poor and like just eating sandwiches all day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how most people do it and that's and i think also you weren't in a position maybe where you were married and the kids on the way so you got to make a move like, you know your yeah. back skin's a dual income over here <laughs> right whole other podcast right. uh, two people i'm grateful for in 2023 i don't like to put too much of my biz out there so i'm not going to fully unpack this but uh my mom of course always the heavy hitter and the backbone and the believer before i saw the vision i mean i even called her this year because i've never sweated my age or timing or anything but seeing just like family get older my dogs get older like time's moving and i really want big things materialistic just to feel the joy and the power and the the divine coming through me mostly though for impact and the ability to help others and whatever the story is um but i felt the pressure this year and i kind of like you the delayed gratification i was like i've waited so long for the right opportunity the right person the right things because i'm here i'm like you i'm like i will i will wait for the right thing however long it takes versus get in it and so um i just gotta always give a shout out to my mom because she sees it and then i will give a personal shout out to john we won't fully unpack this but um open-minded open-hearted and it changed the game for me so i'm appreciative of that human in our experience oh i love that and also i mean i feel like i said in the last podcast i can't remember but i was like yeah i think you're gonna have love this year and you're like yeah okay whatever <laughs> so yeah no and I'm on the same page. I feel like we do this every year. And it's like, shout out to my mom. So <laughs> same, 
They do. They do. I mean, we have very phenomenal women in our lives. And I mean, not to compare, but, you know, knowing like how other people's moms are and can be, we're just like very, very blessed. And uh, it makes me even more happier that everybody loves my mom and, you know, asks her for advice or they just love being around her. And she loves that. So, oh my God, she, yeah. I mean, everybody knows that Mama Lucy loves you. So, so yeah, I just love my mom. Very grateful for her. And, you know, going back to what I said earlier, I'm just very grateful for everybody who helped me through my home buying process. Boom. The layers, man, the layers that we need. Right. All right. In 2024, I will be one word. And this was easy for me. Well, I'll say this at the end, but yeah, it was easy for me. I just said me, the person I know I always was. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. It, I know, isn't it like, again, my young self, man, had her shit figured out. <laughs> and the middle aged self is like, bitch, where are you, zero year old? Like, you have to know what's going on. Yeah, I always had these really deep intuitions. And again, a, a switch flipped this year of like, it's time to be that girl. Like, you always were. It's not a better or worse or elite or, you know, inferior. Like, there's no, there's no yeah. label. It's just like the totally authentic, doesn't fully make sense, but always did make sense self that's, showing up i love that i love that for you um <laughs> mine mine is well-rounded i made that one word. but in therapy i in the very beginning of therapy when i first was getting into it and getting to know my therapist the main complaint that i had is that my life all aspects of my life were very different they weren't not everything was like coming together at the same time. So I could be having like a good relationship, but I had like a crappy job or I would have like really good relationships with my family. And then maybe I was on the outs with like a friend. Like I wanted everything to be like going well at the same time, or at least in a healthy space. Not, I mean, life isn't always going to, you know, be going well all the time, but I want yeah. to be in a healthy space with every aspect of my life. So that's, going to be my 2024. I feel like I'm, I've seen it happen in 2023. Like we've made some strides and I've seen how it is very possible. But uh, like I told you earlier, I'm, I'm throwing things into overdrive for 2024. Like I'm gonna, I know that I can do stuff and I solidified that 2021, 2023. Now I'm kicking it into overdrive with all my confidence and know-how. Amen. Oh, and Christy, the girl I was talking about, talks about that even in that podcast, again, 2020, so four years ago. And she says the art of having it all. I don't think a lot of us, uh, or I should just speak for myself, if you really said out loud, believed in that even keel, like you can be happy. Like this yes. can actually be a thing. Because there's yeah. a defense, like, you're, you're always staying ready for something. And like, that's yeah. okay. But like, for the shoe to drop all the time, or depending on what stories were passed down to you through family yeah. members, friends, that, that their experiences, people like just put into you like, oh yeah, that's not possible. You just have to deal with it and you just keep it pushing. It's like, no, this is how I want to do things. I've done the work. I've seen that it's working. I'm going to push. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Happiness is possible. And like true peace. And again, like you just said, not perfect, but true, true peace where, you know, you got your partner, you got your, your business, your profession, you got your inner peace. Like that can be an existence like for real. Absolutely. And it's okay to want that. I feel like in our society, people kind of like, well, I don't know if that's possible or they, you know, look down on you if you're shooting for that, like go ahead and shoot for that. 
Amen. Two things I hope for in 2024 uh, and what I'm doing to make them happen. Kind of like we just said, I said, letting go, letting things happen, deeply setting my desires. And so I was such in a space before of doing, and now I'm just letting, getting clarity and then letting things come through. Love that. Um, Kind of like last year, you know, I do my vision board towards the end of January. So I'm still kind of mulling over trying to listen to what, what, it's going to be, but I will say like, like I said earlier in our conversation, maybe just getting back into like letting things flow in and then see how they fit into my life from there. I love it. It's uh, yeah. Usually it's about doing, and I like that. It's just letting it, let it come yeah. through. Keep the faith. Two points of personal growth I am aiming for and how will I achieve them? I said love and all around business and life success wanting more and then some hashtag choir, you know, it's always going to be in the back yes. front. I don't know how it fits in, but I know that it's there. And I think that is like that peace, happiness, and just really loving. Like, I think, you know, our family stories are different, but there's always kind of like this, like hard grind with a lot of stuff and opposition and like showing up and fighting and defending. And now it's just like, fuck it. We're not going to fight it. We're going to hug it and embrace yes. it. And kind of just let it be. I feel like our world needs that too. I agree. Uh, that's funny that you said that. I just finished reading Bell Hooks um, All About Love. Please oh. read that book. It's not that okay. long. It's not audiobooks. It's only six hours. Okay. It's, and, it, you know, it specifically speaks about American society. But yeah, we need to, I mean, it's very Marianne Williamson, but we need to make a return to love. And yeah, we're kind of living in a loveless society. We need to prioritize and like come back together. Mm, good. Send me that after. I'll get it from you. Oh yeah, I'll do. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I bought. I bought the book, so I'll. I'll send the book to you. Acceptable. Um, right. I can't think of. Oh yeah, yeah. Did we say our, we're on personal growth, right? Yeah, two points of personal growth I'm aiming for, and how will I achieve them? Um, I only have one so far. Well, you know what? I'm gonna piggyback off of you and say love. So I'll. I'll keep going with that. Like, okay, yes, I know that what I want is very achievable and something that not only am I deserving of, like it's a standard that that's okay. Cause once again, like I was saying earlier, a lot of people try to talk you out of what you think you believe you deserve. Like, oh no, no, you have to deal with this. You have to do this. Like, no, I don't have to, you can if you want to. So I will say love. And then, um, shorter recovery periods within my mental health. So like if, I don't like saying negative, but like if, you know, challenges or things that you, hard, really hard things that you have to work through or like setbacks come, I want to, like you do when you work out, like you want to shorten your recovery period. You don't want to sit on your butt too long. You want to get back up and get back into the work. So I want to like just really hone in on what tools help me become like recover faster from any setbacks or anything that I have to push through and just to add to being even more resilient. Yeah. Which I think you have, like you are mentally fit. I feel like that recovery is apparent. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, want, I want more. <laughs> There's always room for gains. Like never, never see training. I'm doing my protein smoothies. 
my girl. I love it. All right. <laughs> the professional growth for 2024 and how will I achieve them? I said monetize the podcast, which I talked about last year, but I think I said that with a little bit of fear and uh, I don't know. I think this is like we're in it. It's happening. And fully initiate TNT as a brand. Uh, I've actually taken steps to figure out how we do uh, fulfillment on a larger level. So we're on Amazon and we can streamline some of these processes. Yeah, it's dude, it's definitely chicken. Okay, and egg. If you're out there, you know, you got to like, oh man, it's literally chicken and egg. You got to spend to get in and then hope yeah. that it turns. Like, I have faith. It. It's a fucking leap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's, uh, it's time. It's always been on my mind. And now it's like, we're there. We've, you know, we've got a good base. We've got not even just like reps and downloads and likes and all that stuff that does matter. It's more just clarity on the cause, um, feedback from the audience, like just building something into like a whole thing. Um, just like, you know, a brand and a mantra and an Instagram account. It's like a living, breathing situation, a lifestyle. It is. I will say two points of professional growth for 2024. Um, I'm going to get my PMP. So it's a project management um, certification. Everybody cries and whines about how hard it is. Shout out to my friend, Annie. She got hers this year. She passed it on the first try and she's going to make sure that I'm successful and I make sure that I pass on my first try. So that's going to be what I do next for 2024. And um, just to continue to learn the business and how things run on my team. Like we do, like for people who don't know, I do project management on an events team for a very large corporation. I'm going to keep that pretty private. But uh, doing the events the way that they do them on a really huge scale is completely different from when I own my own business throwing parties for like a hundred people. So just learning how we pull everything together and get something so huge to be successful and execute like that. Oh my God, it, it excites me. So I just want to delve deeper and just see like, okay, this is how they do it. This is how they do it. And then, you know, maybe down the line, I'll consult or maybe I'll create something who knows, but yeah, I'm, I'm in learning mode, but I love what I'm learning and what we do. We do it well. So I'm very proud. Hashtag varsity. I love that. Well, that's why you're there. Talk about varsity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're a varsity team. Dude, that's, and if you get that on the daily, that's your daily exposure. That's, that is a blessing in itself. Seriously. Very, very thankful. Very, Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of our leader and how she runs our team. Everybody on our team, they know their stuff and they execute. They, which makes my job easier. Absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, you level up, like the bar keeps raising, you keep going up. But uh, as we say, mission-driven humans unite because with the water level rises, all boats rise. You don't want to be in any of the situation. Absolutely. All right. Two ways I will be kind to myself this year. I said, number one, fully express myself all the time, podcast, heart, fashion, and socials. Um, I don't think I've ever filtered very much, (laughs) ever. Yeah. Love it or hate it, you're getting what's real. (laughs) <laughs> and I think I, you know, we just got to lean in harder. The choir is a huge piece of that because I think music is such an expression. I don't know how that path unfolds, but it's there. And just leaning into everything more, more neon, more exposure, more communication, like more of everything. I don't even know how that makes sense, but it's in it and we're, we're leaning into it. I see the vision. Yes, <laughs> it's there. I love that. Uh, let's see. I said 
just to not be too hard on myself if things don't go as expected. Whenever things don't go necessarily my way or expected, um, I tend to just beat myself up of like, what could I have done better? Like, what did I do? So just trying to work through that. And yeah, I guess kind of goes back into what I just said, but taking pressure off myself, you know, just making sure that, um, yeah, I'm just not being too hard on myself, not too much pressure. Like I am doing the best that I can. And like, yes, there's always room for improvement, but you know, like trust the process doesn't have to be very quick. Yeah. I hear that. That's, that's something we got to continue to learn. Your screen froze. So move your mouse real quick. I know. So rude. With me. Uh, Mercury, Mercury Gatorade. I told uh, you. Oh God. Two goals, intentions for 2024. I said, fully be free and let, oh, you're good now. Fully be free and let the good come to me. Let the desires lead and manifest my reality versus grind for it. So same thing we kind of talked about. Um, It's almost like doing more by doing less and just getting the mental there versus the physical, which, you know, everything in my world is physical. Yeah. So we're switching it over. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I agree. Like a lot of people don't say that mental work is work. It is, you know, you're just, it's just a way how you choose to do the work. Do you want to do it in the physical realm or, you know, in like a spiritual realm? Yeah. Or both. I was going to say, you got to do both. It's got to be whole human approach here. Yeah. No. Facts. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My two goals for and intentions for 2024, still mulling it over just because it's, you know, I do towards the end of January. So TBD. I'm okay with that. You don't, we were talking about this before we got on the mic. It's not like I talk to my nutritionist and she's like, well, if you eat, you know, 2000 calories a day, it's not like it starts over at midnight. So if you miss a day, if you're over or you're under, it's not like you, the clock start strikes and everything goes to zero at midnight. So just like this in our timelines, like we can have these goals and intentions, but the year is flowing. Like the time is honestly a construct. So the energy and the intentions and our, our destiny is, is fluid. So you don't always have to have it figured out. And I mean, our list of the past six years of the proof of that, where we're kind of saying the same shit over and over and we're doing it intentionally, but also universe is just at the wheel and we're showing up. Yeah. And I'm not making any plans during Mercury and retro braids. I'm good. <laughs> Hence all of our shit's freezing. Okay. Any tracking tools or points of accountability? You know, I'm not really here for these because like intuition, it says leaning in and listening within on all levels. And this is what my intuitives, my guides, therapies, everything is saying, just, you already know, just listen. So we're leaning to that as tracking. Uh, ditto to everything you just said. I'm very much like, let me do my meditation. Let me do my therapy. Let me be open to listening and receiving and what resonates with me. Then I'll take action. Boom. I love it. It says statements. This one was um, actually came really clear. I don't know if it'll make sense, but it, it's makes sense to me. It says, I am free to be clear on what I want and letting, t- letting it come to me because I know it's here and waiting for me. I'm ready. So very simple. It's more just like, it's like, when are you ready to step in? We are stepping in. I'm here for that. Um, was that your mission statement? That was, um, I said just statements. I don't I think I was. Oh, I left that point. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're right. I did. That was just the label of the session, but for some reason I made a statement. So I, I love that. No, it came through. Let it be. I'm here yeah. that. I was like, uh, I'll take that. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you lead off with um, your, your statements? Like, I believe I will achieve. Okay. I believe that I will attain the things that I want for myself and that I won't be talked out of it or settle. I will achieve 
shorter recovery periods in working out and in mental health, bouncing back when things are going wrong, stressful, or unfair. I see myself as a leader. I choose to be resilient. I am worthy of love and the things that I desire for myself. And in the uh, in the words of the great Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, I am that girl. Hey, <laughs> that's funny. That was almost like exactly that in statement was exactly what I wrote. Like I, know, I was like that flowed. I'm leaving it. <laughs> and I've been listening to that song like whenever. I'm nervous or if I need to like build my confidence, I'm like, no, we're going to put that on, put it on. I love it so much. And it's so different when you've seen her live and like, it just, I don't know the, it, the hit. It connected. Like one thing I will say is, I mean, of course you can't compare your life to a billionaire, but like I will say specifically that Renaissance album was very, it like spoke life into me. Like me, I like very positive type of music or I like stuff from the 70s. So like kind of funky. So that's why that album spoke to me. I'm not really into the whole like, he did me wrong. I'm so sad. I'm so mad. I'm going to break everything. Like I love, I'll listen. I'll listen, but I don't want to internalize it. So this album, I was like, this is, she made this for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I follow me in this. I think you can compare yourself to any intentional human that's doing the hard thing because that is you. So if that's Beyonce or Madonna or your mom or, you know, the human of the street that isn't recognized as a notable billionaire hero. Like there is, there is everyday heroes everywhere. And like, I so said, you can compare yourself to Beyonce and the fact that like you are hitting stuff head on. We don't walk in her shoes. We don't, we'll never know what it's like to the press and all the things. And like, she's limited it with a, a full scope. So you can see what's going on. There's things that are relatable. Like that in this, you know this very humanized yeah. experience. When I watched the movie, there was, and without giving it away, because I'm sure it's been talked about a million times, but there's a part in the movie where she's discussing how she was bringing, like building out the stage and how she wanted her vision to go a specific way. And even though she thought everything, even though she was the head creator, the head everything, paying for the whole thing, she still got pushback. From people, mainly men, that would be like, oh, yeah, we can't build that because that doesn't exist. And then she would literally be like, well, I actually saw it here in this specific specification that I asked you to do. And I was like, if Beyonce has to deal with that and I deal with that, all right, cool, cool, cool. I get it. I get it. I didn't didn't think that people would tell her no. I absolutely, I mean, the society is still changed. Like, we're still turning the page. The page has not turned. It's mid, like, turn. Like, there's yeah. still yeah. a lot that has to, but, I mean, money is power. So, like, you can't build it? I will find someone that will. Like, say less. Next and case. Like, you can't just say, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't exist. And I just found that it exists. Like, I thought I just deal with that. Like, people, especially being a project manager, depending on the type of person that may or may not want to get their work done, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's not how we do this. We actually do it this way. Then I have to go in a whole circle and figure out, oh, you you put me in a circle. Okay, cool. Now I know this is how we do things. So the fact that it's not just me that has to deal with that, it, I had a moment. I was like, dang, all right, I get it. <laughs> I, I don't that process doesn't end. and honestly that could be corporate world or your two-year-old just being like oh my god right. i'm gonna guess like you right now and it's like oh okay <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> yeah yeah 
Woo. Yeah. Yowzers. It's you're doing a good job, Beyonce and Ashley. <laughs> All right. My statements. I said, I believe in destiny. I will achieve peace. I see myself as a worthy human living a life of service. I choose to be responsible. I am worthy of everything. Love, success, impact, power. And I am here. Um, all of my stuff. It, well, the last podcast we talked a lot about, I think last year was, um, or I think last year, yeah, training for CrossFit. And then this year, even training for the marathon, it was a lot about physicalness. And then like, I didn't, like even going back through this, I didn't think about the physical like one time in any of this, like everything was internal. So to your point about like just the therapy and being like mentally fit, I mean, it's just so much, you need both, but it's so much more important to like connect, but continue to connect and stay in that because like going to the gym, you're not fit yeah. after a week or a month of the gym. You got to kind of just do this practice regularly. And it takes time to like make it a real refined fit, whole human. Um, and that human condition keeps us fit and changing. So that's that piece of it. Uh, do you want to lead us off with your statement? Okay, so it's not technically a statement because I haven't built it out yet, but my 2024 mission statement will be something around reciprocity, love, and leadership. Hey, I love that. God, and I love that you're in that leadership role because you're the brand ambassador of those three things. And that's which like, that's your light is leading through those. And that's like, yeah. what our role is. That's why you're in a leadership role. Yeah. I, I Discussing this in therapy, I've noticed that people some people kind of model their behavior after me and it's people oh, that sure. i look up to there and i'm like oh i didn't even realize that they're watching me and somewhat emulating me like that kind of blew my mind so i'm like in a way everybody's a leader it's just how do you want to embrace that yes. and share whatever gospel or messages you want to push out into the world yeah amen that's everyone's influencer and that's why i think i wrote um the responsible piece because I think the more you are ready to take on that responsibility of that heavy crown, which it's, it's not, it's not always a burden. I think like, I really identify with even that statement because it, it is a lot like there's responsibility and your, you know, great power requires great responsibility, but that's because you have the ability to have that power. Like there's one Beyonce yes. because she can carry the whole load of what being Beyonce is. And very right. few humans could do that. Like, I think you're getting these opportunities to step in because you can carry that load and in turn take on the responsibility to lead those um, that need leadership or maybe they can't lead or you, I mean, you are in yeah. a, for a reason and it's not easy, but it's there for a reason and, and you're equipped. Speaking straight to, okay, read me. Jesus. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes things just come through. So like, always take this a grain of salt. Oh, oh, I felt that. I received that. Thank you. Um, I will say I'm very confident in like, when I do have into like these things, like I'm right. Like I, it's, it's clearly <laughs> my perspective. So like take when, always take and pull whatever you want. Yeah, take um, what you need, what you don't, but I took yeah. all of that. <laughs> okay. Good. Yes. It's intentionally said and said with love. Um, yes. My statement was, was simple. And then of course I had to pontificate later because that's what we do. I said, I am ready, period. I am here, period. Like, like now is the time. And it said, appreciating all of the past and letting go. I've learned what I need to and I'm ready for what has always been waiting for me. The new chapter begins and I'm ready for positive change, responsibility, success, and impact. Um, redundant as we do, but. Uh, but clear yeah. what we, Thursday and what we need to do. Yeah. And I, I like that both um, we're saying similar things. I think it's a lot about stepping into the space in general 
and like grabbing the crown that's been sitting there waiting for us and meaning responsibility and probably carrying a heavy load oh, but intended yeah yes absolutely heavy load i know i've been avoiding that <laughs> yeah yeah i'm I, seriously but we are mentally and physically fit whether we know it or not i think we do know it now at this point and in this conversation six five six years later whatever these are um that we're ready so i'm curious to see what next year will be like i know i'm excited i mean excited to go through 2024 but i'm even more excited to you know document our change like what yeah. have what will have taken place and i know it's going to jive with what we said 100 percent. it's do you think you feel different now um having this conversation than you did last year having this conversation um yeah actually yeah how do you how do you think you feel different um just more more confident like just because last year was a i'm gonna go with the flow and let things come in and take it and just do with it as it comes whereas this year i've seen so many things manifest i've achieved so much stuff that i know it's possible like the really large things that i haven't even let my brain even go towards like if i did all the stuff that i did this year i know for a fact, not like, oh God, let's see if I can get it done. Like, I don't, I don't have any fear or lack of confidence for 2024. I just know. Hey, um, and I, I see, I feel it. Yeah, uh, I would say, it? yeah, I would say similar. Like before, I think I had weary, like I felt it. Now, like I, like you, I know. I feel yeah. my feet on the ground. I, I see the vision in front of me. I see the responsibility and opportunity and the gift that's there and. The, the ability to serve um, that duty that's calling, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I feel it and I'm, I'm just ready. I'm ready for the good hard stuff that that is, um, I don't even know if I want to say required, but I don't know. It's kind of like the, the journey that I was meant to serve is ready. And so I'm ready for that. Yes. However, whatever yeah. that means. Thank God we can do this together. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, seriously. You need, you need your village. You need your humans. I really do think guys need our guys and women need our women. Like you need your tribe of people that know you, that will tell you the truth and that you can tell your truth to and just be like, I'm fucked up. This stuff is, yeah. I'm not good. Like I am good. This is great. Like I'm really proud of myself. Like it's both sides. You got to be able to share. And um as things do pop off like success and money and all these things that change the people around you oftentimes i think you got to keep these ones that are here before it all because they're the ones that told you the truth in the beginning and they're the ones that will tell you the truth after and you don't want to be going down to the wine scenes and all that path which we won't and would never but you need your crew around you that that keeps it 100. absolutely uh, i mean i always say this about you but i say this about like the people I'm very close to in like my relationships, family and friends, iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have no intention of being dull ever. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. We, had, we really haven't like connected in at least like a month. I think the last time I saw you was Paula's. I know it was at Paula's house. And like, yeah, I mean, but you know, we near or far, it's always oh. like, Oh, I haven't seen you in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, what have you been up to? This happened. No shit, me too. Like almost to a T. Like, girl, this <laughs> got us effed up. It's, it's so I'm crazy. I'm telling you, Mercury, Mercury in retrograde. Like, we just need two more days to get through this. I want to see what happens on January second or third. See if things 
<laughs> get a little bit better, but yeah. Woof. I'm faithful. We're faithful and ready. Do you have any parting words um, as we wrap this up for the good universe that's listening out there? Um, uh, Just to echo just everybody, please do this. I think it's, you know, kind of, it's cathartic. I mean, I know we're doing it on a podcast and we're bouncing off each other, but I really encourage people to just like download it and like, just sit with like a loved one, friends, family. I mean, you, you should even do this at work, whatever, like make it yeah. like a fun activity. But I think it is something that everybody should do every year. This is, I look forward to this. It's a really good unintentional tracking tool. And I want to put mine somewhere where I can see it mid-year because I think I did it and then you kind of lose track and the year flies by, whatever. Um, but it was really cool to hear it even today before I wrote down my intentional um, goals and whatnot and to just feel that change and that internal shift that's like, damn, stuff is changing and the time's moving. And it's, it's yeah. there's, there's hard stuff, but also I think there's just the the amount of positivity it reflects and like the blessings of having people like you in my world that can lean in intentionally and just have like, you know, this reciprocity, but also just this like-minded like community of constantly trying to level up and see that like physically, like a measurable tool is that's magical. Like that's such a blessing. I know. And I'm excited, like even more excited, like 10 years from now, like we can either listen back or, yeah. you know, just talk about to other people like, yeah, like that's what I was doing in 2023 and look at who we are today yeah, and still going strong with the podcast. Cause I, I will be expecting that we do this every year. Oh, you already know. Even if I call you in the 11th hour, as I do, I'm like, Oh my God, it's not like I was putting it off. I'm like, I actually forgot. And I'm like, it's always on my mind. <laughs> it's hey, just, hey, it's we'll get it. We're going to get it done. But we'll never get done. I appreciate you. Um, we'll have so much fun tonight. I'm beyond sad I'm going to miss, but I know you'll represent. Just lean into joy all the way around. And yeah. family for me and have a tequila shot, please, for me. Definitely having a tequila shot for you. So, Perfect. and a, probably a forced Hennessy shot because uh, Uncle Kevin is going to be there. Can't wait. <laughs> Tell him to have a piece for me, too, because you know I throw back with him as well. No, he will. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. They love you. Yes. Oh, I like literally the weight on my heart, knowing the whole crew is going to be together, <laughs> like having fun and dance party without me. Like, I, oh, it's probably the last time I'm choosing fitness over fun for the rest of the year, but we'll see. But uh, the fact that you're going to be completing a marathon, like that is no small feat. So shout out to you and to your dedication to it. It, I mean, talk about turmeric and tequila and decide and stay inside on New Year's Eve. That's dedication. <laughs> I know. We're, <laughs> there were shifts in the universe happening. I blindly signed up for this. So yeah, we did it. We said we're going to do it. So we're going to do it and see where this path literally and metaphorically leads. <laughs> right, right. To the finish line. I know. Yes. <laughs> all for me. I appreciate you. And we're going to chat sooner than later. I swear by it. Yes. Yes. Can't wait. Hope everybody has a wonderful 2024. Amen. Cheers all. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.